0: Welcome to As The Garden Grows, a podcast about a small cannabis company and our journey in growing wellness. Hello. Hello. Welcome to another episode of As The Garden Grows. Hey, Ryan. Hey, how are you? I'm doing
1: good. How are you? I'm doing great. We're having a great Monday so far.
0: We are having a really good Monday so far. I agree. We had our nice little walk this morning and it's not raining, so that's kind of nice.
1: Finally. I
0: mean, it's like I guess funny, but also kind of a bummer that the two weekends off of yoga teacher training have both been quite rainy.
1: Quite. <laughs> not not just there's a little summer shower. Like as you all know, because most of you live here, it was 55 degrees.
0: Yeah, for and the Fourth of July. Yeah, and last for Memorial Day, it was cold too. Mm-hmm. It was
1: cold and rainy, which I find to be disrespectful say it with me everyone disrespectful it was the worst i would agree i mean we still we had a good time but oh yeah we had a blast yeah i mean it's almost the problem with us (laughs) we're always gonna have fun so every situation seems like actually that was great yeah that's just because we were there that's just because we were there could have been less rainy that's for sure (laughs)
0: But, We hope you guys
1: had a great 4th of July weekend. For sure, for sure.
0: And, yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, what people do to celebrate that holiday. It's not something that I necessarily feel, like, excited about celebrating, but I appreciate the time a lot.
1: I, it is my favorite holiday, but as you know... (laughs) As you know, I'm not like I don't care so much per se for America, but I just think it's falls at the perfect time of year. I just have a great memories with it. Like it's like such like a fun like beach day, or supposed to be, you're supposed to be on a boat. Yeah, you know. 4th so 4th when July, you're, on, you're a to be on a boat for Fourth of July, that's, that's how it's supposed to be. I'm yeah. <laughs> supposed
0: to be in those American waters. I wouldn't even. I don't even know <laughs> if it's
1: American. That's just what I think of. Okay, and that's what I want on the Fourth of July, hey, and that's why it's my favorite holiday. Also, everyone's wearing white. You love it?
0: <laughs> this is getting bad. Honestly, oh my God.
1: <laughs> I didn't mean that. I mean like everyone's tan and wearing white. Everyone looks good yeah. in white in the summer, which they don't in the winter. That's That's true. where that rule came from, by the way. So I love that we're all going back, but that's because everyone looks fat and pasty and white in the winter. I hate to say it.
0: So anyways. But anyway, in general,
1: I just love being by the water, love eating a hot dog, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's a fun yeah. holiday. <laughs>
0: So, hope everyone had a great 4th of July weekend. Um, But yeah, I guess for today, we wanted to do, if you wanted to talk about a little bit of new growth, right? I think we we have some hot topics for you.
1: And then we're going to talk about cancer season. Cancer
0: season. By the time we're posting this podcast, it'll be the new moon in cancer, so.
1: Yeah, when you're listening on Friday, it'll be that night at like 9 p.m.
0: Yeah, 9 p.m. So, yeah, we'll get into it for sure. But let's start with some new growth.
1: New
0: growth. Okay, so we don't have like so much new growth um, because, well, I don't know why. Um, I mean, we do, but we don't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. No, I mean, well, we do have new growth, a big new growth.
0: We do have one big thing, which is that our zoning board of appeals hearing has been scheduled for Tuesday, August 24th at 930, though we probably won't be requesting anybody to show up to that meeting or anything like that. Um, We may request some more letters of support if you have it in you to write a letter. Um, Anything you've submitted so far will be forwarded to the Zoning Board uh, of Appeals. So if you've already submitted a letter, thank you. We appreciate you. We love you so much. If you you know, have time and, and would like to submit a letter now would be great. Submitting to the Zoning Board of Appeals would be great because we have the buffer zone conflict. And so we definitely want to um, make sure that they're just like really strongly swayed to, uh, you know, override the buffer zone conflict. But I don't like foresee that actually being too much of an issue. Um, you know, I was, I was really disappointed with the fact that our hearing date wasn't scheduled until August 24th. And when I asked the woman who I was speaking with, which was really interesting, by the way, um, like we weren't even notified that our hearing was scheduled. I actually just because I harass people when they don't respond to me in a timely fashion. So I was just doing like my rounds of harassing people in the city and I got to zoning and I called. And the woman who answered was kind of just like, oh, what's the address? And I told her and she was like, yeah, the hearing has been scheduled for this date. So I was like, oh, okay. well, just out of curiosity, like, when were you going to notify me? And she was like, a notice to the public goes out three weeks before the hearing. And I was like, "No, no, no, I got that. I'm just like wondering, like, as the owner and applicant, when I would have been notified. And she was like, a notice goes out to the public. Three weeks in advance of the meeting, I was like, All right, Crystal, Claire, thank you. Got her it. Her name was Crystal.
1: <laughs> he said, Listen, Crystal, I get it. I'm trash and you're the authority. Right. Like, I'm totally an idiot. I'm so I, sorry. Why did I, I even know what her name call?
0: Name was. <laughs> right. Um, so that was that. But another thing that I found really interesting about that conversation was uh, I had said to her, I said, Why is my hearing not until August 24th? Like, I, my license was granted by the. Um, Boston Cannabis Board on June 16th. And she said, well, August 10th must have been filled. So July was obviously uh, out of the date.
1: That was, like, just crazy. But I do wonder, though, do you know? remember how, like, one of our meetings was triggered to be, like, the next calendar month? So I wonder if they just didn't start processing us until July to say.
0: No, I think, well... Another thing that I found out was that they, the Zoning Board of Appeals will only listen to one cannabis company per meeting.
1: That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I find that to be
0: really crazy. I find that to be crazy because, like, again, as we know, the city has, like, taken on this mob mentality and they're charging cannabis businesses 3% of all of their revenue to to exist in the city. Um, So right now the city is making, like, money off of cannabis businesses. And I can't imagine they're making more off of any other business right now than cannabis. So it it's it just goes to show really like how Boston is. And like, first of all, there's a lot of old money in this area. And so old money isn't swayed by new money. It isn't swayed by like new age things the way that, you know, some other places can be. And also it just shows you like why they don't prioritize like when old money, old money is owned by old white people. So in that sense, like those are the people that are running the show in many ways. Like, yes, they're driving the policy. They're driving these types of rules like, oh, we're only going to deal with one cannabis company per appeal hearing but also
1: it's extra fucked up because on this in the same sense they're also taking as much money as they can too so it's like let us make it as hard as possible for you to open the business but once you do we're gonna need to take more than the usual amount of money so it's like just hilarious hitting it up from all angles they want the best well yeah because they they do
0: they do i mean it's a lot um you know with the with the zoning board of appeals like another issue that i had and 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 this is part of the reason why i asked why it was going to be so long you know two and a half months from the time that we were approved, I felt like that was ridiculous, especially because that's two and a half months of rent yeah, that we have to pay. That, again, this is just zoning, guys. So we can't submit to the state until we get through this bit with zoning. So, you know, it's um, it's frustrating, you it's know? It's super frustrating. It's super frustrating. But, you know, we're, we're always looking on the bright side of things, and... Our plan going forward for this next, up from now until August, the end of August when we have our zoning hearing is just to get everything lined up, ready to go so that as soon as possible from the time the zoning board hearing ends and hopefully will be approved and everything will go smoothly, we can just submit to the state and hopefully our goal of still having product manufacturing going by the fall is still going to be possible. possible. Yeah, exactly.
1: We'll just shift some of the things that we intended to do during pre-licensing, like with the state, yeah. to that month that now we have to wait that to now even we get have to there, wait. you know what I mean? Because some of the stuff with, in terms of figuring out our pro- process yeah. and dosaging and packaging, like a lot of that stuff we can start working on, even if it's not, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll do as much as we can. As much
1: as we legally can. As much as we legally we stay, can. We exactly we stay in those rules.
0: We sure do. We follow the rules as much as possible. So, um, yeah, we will do as much as we can and and just hope for the best. But I think, you know, for us, we're still pretty... Like, I'm still pretty upset about the 3% situation. I haven't really, like, cooled off of that yet. I've only, like, gathered more kind of ammunition and and rage in some ways as to, like, why this is just such an insane thing for... to be happening, but also for me to be dealing with. It's just... This is just, like, one of those moments where I'm like, oh, this is bullshit. But, um, you know, I'm still calculating what our next move on that is as well. So I think um one one appreciation that I have for the August 24th hearing date is that like it gives me plenty of time to work out. Yeah, like figure out my argument to the city. Which guys, like honestly, if you're wondering what I'm expecting, I know well not know, but I, I feel confident that, you know, it's unlikely that my argument, my push to the city is gonna actually get them to do what i want them to do in terms of taking away the this 3% fee. Um, I'm sure that they will just push and push and push that this is what they're charging every other cannabis business in the city, so that they cannot make an exception for me.
1: Again, equality versus equity. Right,
0: right, right. That's what they're going to say, though. I, I you know, I'll, I'll keep you guys posted on what they say, but I guarantee you, it's some version of that, or at least the first swipe back will be. Well, the, that's what we've heard so far, yeah. too. By the way, Before from the people that we've discussed, yeah, 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 from the people that we've talked to, this is this is the narrative that we've heard. So I'm sure that's what their um, position that they'll take will be. And, um, you know, ultimately, it's probably going to result in us suing the city. Like, there's a lot wrong with this situation. And I think it's not just us. It's going to be other equity applicants, too, who are being exploited and extorted and totally misled as far as this designation of being an equity applicant. It's, It's just a lie. And they have to make truth of it, but they're not. And they're not even trying. Yeah. Don't you know? forget,
1: there is no technical there's assistance. There's no technical being assistance being given out.
0: There's there's no technical assistance being given out. It's and not even I'll able let you guys to be applied know. for. Yeah, it's not you can't even apply for it right now. I'll let you guys know. Like, I'm you know, I'm transparent. Like I'm I want the city to do right. Like this is these are the types of things that make me feel such a Frustration with Boston, and I get this roller coaster kind of relationship with the city because, and these are the type of things that happen where I'm like, this is why I need to get the fuck out of here, you know? Because it's just like, yo, I'm sick. Am I sick of the racism? Yeah, I'm sick of the fucking racism. Am I sick of the bullshit? Yeah, I'm sick of the regulation. I'm sick of the red tape, but I'm just sick of the fact that it's like, yo, there's always something that y'all are trying to do. And it's just like, you try to make me think you're helping me or you're doing something great but you're not, you know? Anyway, You're not. And if anything, it's like you're just triggering me and traumatizing me and making me feel like what I'm doing shouldn't be here. And that sucks, that hurts, because this is my home and this is, I've said it before and I'll say it again, it's like I I do feel like the work I'm doing needs to be here. But then I also feel like, yo, I am a businesswoman and at the end of the day, I'm always going to be that and I'm always going to put my business first. And if the city studies trying to charge me 3%, once federal legalization comes up, we won't be here we just won't be here because I cannot comfortably just keep giving the city of Boston my money like that I I don't care for it I have better things to do with my money I have better ways to help people with my money I know that for a fact because guess what I've worked for the city of Boston I've worked with people in the city of Boston I know how you work and it's not good if it's good tell me where the tax revenue that you've collected the local tax of 3% that you've been collecting up until this point has gone couldn't tell me that when I asked couldn't tell me that when I asked they have no idea where it's going they have no information to give me so I know it's a bunch of bullshit shit. I'm not trying to give my money to that. I'm sorry. Like y'all know my heart. Y'all know the type of work that I want to do and the, and the type of people that I want to support in this world. I know how to do that. I've had enough experience to do that. I do not feel comfortable giving the city of Boston my money to do this. So also it just last. to be
1: clear, just to get to this part in the process, and I'm sure we've mentioned this before, we had to talk about community engagement. So there's already a portion of your profits that you have can like committed, committed to, to giving to various organizations that are so important. And, and like, we're so excited to be able to do that. But to make it so that that is such an integral part of your application that you essentially cannot get to this point in the process without doing it. So you've already given away a percentage of your income to the community specifically, what this tax is allegedly doing, you have already committed to doing and then to just get a fee right at the end of the process is just a real slap in the face and a, a fee that has no details you have no idea how it it's no actually merit. bettering your community nope. it's ridiculous no nope.
0: not not at all you know they say the fee is to cover costs incurred by the city for cannabis establishments they can't show us what those costs are not to mention if they do incur any costs they kick them back to Every single business. So it's just a lot of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just not here for it. And I'm, I'm not going to be, you know. Um, yeah, to Ryan's point, we've committed plenty of uh, revenue to other organizations. We also have, just just to give you guys a breakdown the state taxes in Massachusetts look like this. There's the 6.25% sales tax. Then there's a 10.75% tax for cannabis businesses. Then we have the federal tax, the 280E tax that we have to pay. This tax could range anywhere between 10 and 60% of your revenue if you don't account right. Like, Go online and read articles that'll tell you, like, there are businesses that they go, they have to go down after the first year, cannabis business, because they didn't do their accounting right, they got too many hits on the 280E tax, and they're fucked, that's it, their revenue is gone, they're done, they can't pay it. So just to make it clear, we we cannot even say right now what the 280E tax is going to be, we don't know, you know, there's a lot that we really don't know quite yet. And if federal legalization doesn't come up by the end of the year, by the time we're in operation and we're going, we're going to have to pay that tax, too. So our tax rate right now is well over 20 percent. And the fact that, again, the city is just trying to hit us. I know I said it before, like three percent might not seem like a lot. And again, for a company like MedMen and, you know, these Canopy Growth and all these companies, 3% 3% isn't a lot. Those companies are actually coming in, offering much more than 3% to the communities that they're going in. They're making sweetheart deals with the community. And that's how they're getting in so quick. That's how they're getting licensed. That's how they're getting these big facilities. You know, when you're making a hundred million dollars a year, three percent isn't gonna
1: crush you. But for us, 3% will be really, really, really detrimental. So, And again, just any fee that's just some sort of straight up mafia tax where we don't know what we're getting out of it is kind of just like, fuck you, I don't care what the percentage is, I don't really want to pay it. I don't want to
0: pay it. I just, I don't like it. I think it's fucked up. I think it's just a way for them to exacerbate this stigma of cannabis being a bad business that that you
1: somehow even incur fees is a lot like what fees yeah like like, i I know i can't logically think of anything off the top of my head and like you said things like our hearings our hearings we pay for like
0: say there was let me give you guys an example our license
1: we pay for
0: let me give you guys an example like say there was um say there was like a, a situation where like you know there was a line outside of my store and all of a sudden they were like you need a police detail there there's too many people it's out of control you need a police detail Okay, I get the police detail. I have to pay for that police detail. The city's not gonna pay for that, but that's the type of cost that they suggested that they would be incurring. But they're never gonna pay for that. They're gonna send me that invoice to pay for that police detail, guys. Like, trust and believe. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy that they would even suggest that they need to take a local tax to cover any cost. It's like, the fuck you do. So, anyways. That's kind of where we're at. That's our new growth, as you can see. I'm I'm not happy about it. I mean, I might sound one octave calmer than I was the last time, and I'm getting there. But, um, you know, for me, it's just something that I'm still really sitting on. It, do I expect that what I send back to the city is going to change the way that they do this contract? I don't. Do I expect that this fee is going to come off very shortly? I do. I truly do. Because... The city's gonna get sued. I'm sorry, but I I think I have enough of a case to make, especially as an equity applicant, and and I know that other people do too.
1: Yeah, I I the equity applicant specifically, I don't wrap my head around. You know what I mean. of all this revenue going into something that we don't know, money going we don't know where, and the government collecting um, interest on it is, like, one issue. But the second issue is to ask equity applicants who you've deemed by your own insane, by the way, standards... To get this status as saying, like, we are going to help you out as the city and then to charge you, A, anything at all, but B, at the same rate that you're charging other non-equity businesses, like, it really makes no sense. It also makes no sense
0: when you think about the fact that we don't even know what our revenue is going to look like. Right. It's like we have no idea what our revenue is gonna even look like. I mean, do we have projections? Of course. But again, we have a business model that nobody has. Yeah. So for the city to come in and be like, just blanket, we're gonna take three percent of your revenue, again, this is where government and business really have a hard time, you know, coming together and I think seeing in a way that's eye to eye. Like this is where I struggle too, and and I was talking about this on the last episode of how like government and business fuck things up for civil society. Like as someone who was kind of like steeped in, you know, I went to school for human services, um, international affairs, public health. So I've and my whole background is in community engagement and serving others, and and I still feel like that's what I do, and, and I still that's what I care to do. But now I do it in a different way because I do it in a in the business sector, and I and I have a for profit company, and you know that's that's different energetically, that's different, but. As As someone who's been in the nonprofit world, in the government and, you know, and where I am now, I will say that this is the best place to be because this is the place where you have the most actual control. This is the place where you can say, this is how I'm going to do it. And so it's very, very challenging when the government comes in and they try to impose control like this because they essentially perceive they don't have it or like they want to take it from the businesses it it just i
1: genuinely think it's just like any path in new legislation where they can add extra taxes that make themselves money they do and i think with cannabis especially here because the government does did not want it to happen they let anything slide in that legislation and so They're kind of getting away with so much stuff that when you compare to, like, California and, like, Colorado, it's insane. It's insane, yeah.
0: So, yeah, I mean, there's just, there's a lot of work to do. You know, sometimes I think it's amazing that cannabis gets to be this industry that's breaking barriers in so many ways and, and teaching so many people about so many issues because, you know, the, the whole conversation around equity and social equity, that's been happening for a while. But now that cannabis is here, it's like it illuminates it in a different way. And so in, in many ways, I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for the conversations that we're having because of this. And in a lot of ways, I'm also just really fucking tired and I'm just so exhausted and I'm just... Wondering, you know, when is it gonna be like our turn to just do what we do and not always feel like we're just fighting some bullshit thing that's being imposed upon us just because we wanna use weed in our business? Cause that's really all it is, guys. Like, I'm really anybody who knows, knows, like, y'all know I'm just a regular ass business, but because I use weed, I have to deal with
1: all this extra shit. And I'm tired. I'm straight up fucking tired. And and if we remember and take it one step further back, all the stigma from weed is created in racism.
0: In racism. A hundred percent. It's all racist. It's all just deeply, deeply prejudiced, deeply biased. And... I'm tired of that too you know what I'm saying like I'm tired of having to argue with people and pretend like I'm arguing about something when it's like no we're really just talking about you're a little fucking racist okay Mm -hmm. and And that's what you just need to get through yeah you know what I'm
1: saying that's what it
0: is and I'm just I'm also tired of beating around the bush like I'm tired of you know city of Boston saying things like oh we're offering you technical assistance no you're fucking not so like stop saying that you don't have an equity program you guys are thinking about an equity program you've assigned some applicants yeah you've advertised an an equity program. program you do not have one though because that's What exists in this city. So stop saying that, you know? I'm tired of the bullshit. I'm tired of the illusions. I'm not playing around in those anymore. I'm not gonna beat around the bush. You know, if that's the kind of conversation you're expecting to have, you shouldn't be coming to me to have it. Um, and that's where I'm at. Like, I'm I'm really done with a lot of just the bullshit, you know. I'm done with pretending. I'm not I don't work for anybody anymore. I work for myself. And a lot of times, like I go in there, I'm like, I don't care. If you don't, if you if I say something that they don't like, they don't want to hear, that's just not my problem because the reality is like I'm speaking the truth and it is what it is. We need to like be better as far as just this community in general, the city of Boston, like Boston do better. You don't need to go and do some crazy ass legislation to fucking nix this fee for equity applicants. Just take it away. Just wake up and say, look, this is wrong. wrong. This is not us doing what we said we were going to do. As of today, this is done. Like, there doesn't need to be a fucking vote. There doesn't need to be a huge conversation. It's just a bunch of bullshit. And so just stop the bullshit yeah, and do what way, you say you're going to do. rules that
1: you just created out of thin air, by the way, so you can send them right back can to Wednesday right they
0: A hundred percent. Like, you can nix this shit. But are you going to do it? We'll see. You know? Yeah we'll see
1: so all we can do is bring the attention to the issue and never stop and never stop that. and we won't we and won't. we won't we'll never stop we'll always whatever be. level that gets to
0: yeah no whatever we gotta do you know what I'm saying
1: because what triggers both of us with two Leo Moons on this podcast is people as authority figures trying to tell us we can't do something yeah that's, You're, a, that's a great way to get us to go fucking riled wild up
0: zero to fucking 100
1: won't do it Yeah. I, yeah I wouldn't do it I wouldn't either
0: well, so we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> you
1: might not be able to tell, but we're very open-minded. We hope the city just says, "You know what? That is totally right. Yeah. No one's brought it up before. Yeah, totally. You know, that's what there's we hope. room for. That
0: there's that's always a possibility. And hey, if it happens, you will catch we'll us sing here. praises yeah. of that. Oh my God, we will be. We'll we'll go hard we'll for that. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. But until then, <laughs> you hear what it is.
1: So. Don't ask us what we expect to happen. Right? right? Well, Shall we talk about some? Pot Topics? Pot Topics. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Pot Topics. This week I wanted to just talk about, for my Pot topic Shikari uh, Richardson, which is... My God. Yeah. It's a hard, like, pill to solve... I felt like last week was just, like, a shitty week in terms of information. Like, there was, like, the Bill Cosby thing, the Britney thing, and then this. And I was like, yikes. Oy, oy, oy. <laughs> um, But... I'm sure a lot of you know, um, you know, Shakira Richardson. She uh, was the runner, the sprinter. Uh, She's supposed to be in Tokyo. And she was suspended from um, competing because she tested positive for THC. And I, uh, you know, I had a lot of feelings on it. I still have a lot of feelings on it. I've talked many times on here about athletes and cannabis and how I, you know, really do wish that, the stigma with athletes using cannabis would be eliminated. And um, I wish that there were more athletes that felt comfortable talking about their cannabis use because I know that there are a lot of athletes that do use it. And I also think it's just really unfortunate that athletes have to be so scared to use cannabis. And a lot of times um, they will only adjust, you know, when they're using cannabis, if they know they're going to be tested, not like if they're using it. Um, So it's just kind of silly that, you know, there's this whole issue with cannabis and, and athletes, and I've talked about it a lot. But what really kind of pushed me over the edge was that. I know exactly what you're gonna say. Well, I just think for Shikari's situation in particular, was like the fact that there's someone who's being open about their mental health journey. What really obsessed me is like the fact that there's an athlete who's being so open about her mental health struggles because of a really traumatic situation that she's gone through in her life, which is many athletes, by the way, especially black athletes, because we can have that conversation another day. But... um. Yeah, like the fact that they would villainize her for that and not. And then it's like there's so many issues right now with black women trying to take a stand for their mental health, like the whole Naomi Osaka thing. Right. You know, it just it's this bigger issue because I also feel like because she looks the way she looks, she has her wig, she has her tattoos, her nails, I feel like they were more inclined to yes. find something wrong with her because she's just not the version of... America that they want on that stage. Yeah, I definitely
1: think there's, a and I think part of that.
0: there's so much energy in the world where like the world just will not let black women be great,
1: and I'm I'm also
0: tired of that.
1: I'm tired really don't of want that.
0: It. They, they don't really
1: don't want it, and it to, it's so crazy because like that's what we need. That's especially in America. That's the energy we need. We need a strong black woman to come in and be like, listen. You've gotten off track and it's time. This yeah. is how we get back on track. Yeah. You know what I mean? That That is just exactly the energy we need. Always. Always. And I don't understand. It's in all ways. In
0: always. Yeah. And I don't understand why we, they try to fight it so hard and why it's like, again, there's this work to like villainize black women. Yeah. All the time. All the time. And I think we have to realize, like, what that is because I even feel like, didn't Michael Phelps smoke weed?
1: Yeah, that was one of his scandals.
0: But did he get suspended from the Olympics or was it just not during that time? It was like in between. So
1: he just he but just, he did lose all the sponsorships. I remember that. Like that's when he lost like Subway and all that stuff. Okay, so at le- there was punishment. But no, I'm pretty sure it was like between Olympics.
0: Well, okay. So let me just call attention to this article that I read. Um, that I wanted to, you know, like I said, I had a lot of feelings. But in, spe- in like specifically, I wanted to bring up this article because it was written by an addiction doctor. And he was basically saying, like, not only should you let Shikari compete, but we should just stop testing athletes for cannabis across the board. And what I thought was really interesting about it was that he mentioned in the article that there are three um, criteria that the the Olympics look at in terms of um, when they – how they deem a substance, um, like, one that they should prohibit from, you know. Um, And one of them is that uh, the substance – is dangerous to uh, the the person. Like it could have a dangerous health effect. So that's one of them. The other one is that um, it can't be a performance enhancing drug. Well,
1: that's my. That's what I thought you were going to say earlier. Is like the craziest part of the whole thing is, I don't know who's never smoked weed because you had to have never ingested cannabis to think that it is a, a performance enhancing
0: drug for 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 running at that.
1: For anything For except anything. <laughs> checking out the cloud <laughs> and uh, doing some journaling because yeah. I don't like it's wild to me. Like it's so crazy. I agree. Yeah. Enhancing. Like are you talking about when you go to the gym and then after you have a hit and you feel like you're truly euphoric because you can't mean before. I can't. You I can't understand before. it. It's crazy.
0: No. And so. So, yeah. So it has to be a performance enhancing drug and it has to be um, a drug. Some a substance that is just not in line with the spirit of sport. Oh,
1: oh. Okay. <laughs> first of all, so
0: I mean, out of those three criteria, I would say the only one that you could even suggest is the first one that it could and be only physically because harmful. We don't
1: have enough and o- only because there's just
0: not enough research, yeah. right? And you know, other than that, I just think we have to, across the board, understand how and where we are, like. As a society, like we're not in a place societally where staying sick and doing things that are going to keep you sick are okay. That's just that's just what's happening right now, collectively, like healing and wellness and self-love and just not being a bad person. Those are the energies that are taking hold right now. Right. The energy of actual equity and not just equality. Like we're moving past the narrow mindedness of that whole mantra of, oh, I'm equality or, you know, this is, I'm, I'm fair, I'm just or whatever. It's like we're moving past that and we're moving into a space of like, no. This world needs to be a world that we can all live in yep. freely and comfortably and happy and we don't hurt each other. And we also don't hurt ourselves. And so there's a greater expansive, you know, collective consciousness like leveling up right now. yeah And I think that we need to allow people to find ways of healing that are good for them, that are comfortable for them and that keep them safe. And we shouldn't minimize those. No. So if Shikari needs to smoke, and, and I loved what she said when she was like, I knew exactly what could happen. And I did what I did because I was going through something and I'm a human being. Right. Like I love that level of accountability because that makes, that shows you how important these types of yeah. things are. It is literal medicine. It's literal medicine. And it's just like, same thing, like going back to Naomi Osaka being like, I'm going to withdraw myself from this situation. I'm not going to do interviews because that hurts my mental health. Right. And look at, yeah, the rule, the rule makers, you know, sided with the fucking paparazzi or the, the press or whatever, which is crazy. But look at what the world has done. Yeah. You know what exactly. I mean? Look at, look at what the world has done. Look how the world has come out in support of her. Mm-hmm. And I believe the same thing will happen with Shakari. Cool.
1: I do. Oh, I think it already has. I
0: think it already has. And I think that, you know, I do think, though, that it would just be unfortunate if we see like a Colin Kaepernick type situation mm-hmm. happen here.
1: Yeah.
0: Where she has all this social support, but she doesn't get to compete in her sport.
1: Right. And I also think so it's sad she get that- get to go to the Relay? Do we know that yet? I don't think so. Oh,
0: no. I don't think she could. I don't. As of right now. I mean, she's suspended for one month. So when when is it supposed to happen? I September? I thought that the
1: relay was after the one month. Oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe so she, she will. might still get to go for that. So she but might still get to still go. Like, it's but it's still, like, it's insane. It's
0: also what, you know, kind of, like, going back to what we were talking about earlier, it's, like, you see how they're, like, tainting her abilities and yeah, her 100%. moment? You know, it's like, this is what I mean. It's like, just let this girl have her moment and just let it be a great, beautiful, amazing moment. Like, look at that girl. She has been through it. And
1: also, why can't any moment of conflict like this, like, actually lead to, like, realization? Like, it's a bummer that they couldn't have just gotten this case in front of them and said, you know what? This is exactly why we have to change what's going on, because it would be just as easy for them to say, we're changing it right now, starting with her. You know what I mean? Yeah. It it's, feels again, like, it's all from out of thin air. Are you talking about the sportsman code of conduct? Like, come on, this is all just made up stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's what's so interesting. And you know, yeah, I think to the point that you're making, Ryan, is that there is an an older air of an energy that is protecting and super protective of this bullshit and these yeah these old archaic systems. rules, these prejudice, discriminatory type rules, and they're. They're holding on right now really strongly, yeah. And, and yeah, and
1: they're just... They get some weird but you comfort know what? out of it. It can't last forever. No. And it won't. No, so. surely not. The world's a-changing. Now, I don't have a full pot topic, but I do have a question that I've been thinking about related to, which is in Connecticut, they just passed, you know, the recreational. Mm-hmm. I was talking about it with my dad this past week, and he was saying how... They said in the language that you can smoke anywhere you could smoke cigarettes. Now, is that how it is here? No. Isn't that pretty advanced? Yeah. I was thinking that because I was talking to him about, like, that's really where nice. you can and can't smoke. And yeah. I know, like, even when I lived in Denver a few years ago, it was, like, how it is here, where, like, basically you have to, like, essentially own the property.
0: Yeah, you really can't smoke on public property. So the fact that Connecticut passed that law, that's actually that really cool? nice.
1: Yeah. Isn't that really cool? That's awesome. Yeah. That's so pretty, that's great. I was thinking that too. Yeah. That's really cool. And it's just so interesting how that, and that's the stuff we really look forward to with federal legalization that like we can just have a standard. You know what I mean? Totally. It's also, by the way, that's what makes sense. Yeah. That totally makes
0: sense. And I mean, that's what's done in most yeah. places. Yeah. Certainly 100%, New York City. percent Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. That is cool. Oh, good for Connecticut. good.
1: <laughs> And you don't say that to you often. I don't, so I'll let them have that. Nobody does. Shall we transition into talking a little bit about cancer season? Let's do it. Cancer season. Speaking of America, a cancer. (laughs) It is very fitting.
0: America is a cancer. Yeah. That's kind Kind of interesting. Big open wound. (laughs) Mm. All right, yeah. Well, cancer season is here, and like we said, when you guys are listening to this, it will be the new moon in cancer, so um, that is really exciting because, you know, the moon rules cancer, so she's home, and this is kind of like her, you know, new moon of the year, like yeah, I just think of this as like the moon's like birthday almost in a way.
1: Oh, that's cute. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um we'll have to do something special. For the moon, for sure. We always we always do something special on the new moons. But um so the moon is uh in cancer the moon rules cancer a little bit about cancer i i love cancers i do i i'm a Taurus sun so Taurus and Cancer are in sextile to one another so their energies really support each other and also cancer is the first water sign so um a lot of times when we think about the element of water we we are thinking of cancer in that way of like it's emotional and, you know, the fluidity of it and cancer, um, water energy moves downwards and it's like kind of held by the earth energy, but it's very um, moving. Cancer is like, it's it's the mother, it's the divine feminine, it's also the child. Um, and so cancer is also cancer, uh, rules the fourth house. So it's also all about home and foundation and like cancers are home bodies. They're creatures of habit. They, they just love to nurture and love on people. And, um, they are very caring and, and really thoughtful and, um, really loyal. Cancers are very, very loyal and they're, they're very, you know, on the one hand, if, if you know cancer, like People, cancer is definitely like when they've had enough. They've had enough, and they'll they'll never like deal with you again. Like once they cut you off, they're done with you but up until that point they really will they'll they'll deal with a lot and For they sure. will love you so hard and you know they can be a little bit petty i think sometimes cancers can be a little bit petty because it's actually like out of their love though like their feeling is like i love you so much and i'm giving you so much like how dare you not kind of like return that to me mm-hmm. um so so cancers can be like a little bit shifty in that way but you know it's all in good love uh, clearly i'm biased because also my best friend is a cancer so I I do love cancers.
1: That is painting a very positive brush um, on the whole cancer situation. Yeah,
0: not everybody feels this, like, strongly. No, I
1: think everything you're saying is so true for the properly, like, possessed cancer. For the fully aligned cancer. Fully aligned on the path. Yeah. When it's not, (laughs) you get quite a bit of craziness. Craziness. crazy.
0: Like crazy mom, like...
1: Not my mom, <laughs> <laughs> Thank- thankfully. Um, no. Not my mom either. <laughs> but
0: my dad. My dad's in cancer. Really? Yeah. That's so
1: interesting. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
0: Yep. Yeah, and he is all those things. He's really petty and just overbearing and um, just like, yeah, like one of our fights that we got into at one time was that he didn't want me to leave my house past six o'clock and I was like 20 years old. Like he's like just... just
1: literally what yeah, you're talking
0: about. Yeah, just like psychotic in that way. Just like so...
1: I do think of them as crazy. Like when they're off the path, they're crazy. When they're off the beaten path, they are crazy.
0: They are a little bit. I mean, crazy would be the word that you would use. I'd have to.
1: And I do. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. I mean it mental illness. They behave in a way that they. they, It's it's just like unhinged. It's
0: just like unhinged. Yeah,
1: like lying, manipulating, creating stories, like all that just. Or drama. drama, Creating drama. Like crying. Crying, Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean. They crying is cry. what cancers do. Yeah. They like have to cry. If you're a cancer, cancer sign, cancer moon, even cancer rising, like you should be crying pretty
1: regularly. You know, you Cancers cry. are the only people I've seen ever actually burst into tears. Like, you know how that's like a commonly written phrase, like burst into tears. Like I've only ever seen a cancer, like actually like, oh my God, everything's fine, and then all of a sudden I've oh, definitely
0: seen some Pisces do that. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, I can imagine. No, that know, but yeah. but cancers are I think cancers are, like, they're the ones that created that energy of, yeah. like,
1: nah! <laughs> <laughs> Like, face down on the bed.
0: Yeah, like, a hundred, well, like, a little child, yeah. like, screaming. like, kid-like. Yeah, exactly, because cancer is the child. Cancer is the child, so, like, that, they do embody that energy
1: in a lot of ways. And in I, my book, it says how to just spot a cancer, and one of the words is moody. <laughs>
0: moody you know it's really funny my nephew is a cancer we're really close and he actually got into astrology like before i did believe it or not you know so he's really cute. young he's so cute he's like 14 and i remember one of the first things that he said to me he was like i'm a cancer so i'm very emotional oh
1: my god <laughs> and he
0: is very he emotional <laughs> he is,
1: but it's he nice totally that he's like it. so yeah. aware of yeah, it yeah he was serve him really from well. a young
0: age yeah really he's been into well. it for years um no cancers are like yeah they can be a little bit like overbearing like i said in that way they're
1: smothering
0: smothering yep smothering definitely that's a cancer energy um which
1: like i think truly receiving that like how well you receive that is really about like this the space you're in because if you're in a like anyone who's in a good space like that should just be a compliment like that should just be warm and you should feel like good about it a
0: hundred percent
1: but like if you're like I was when I did the cancer, for example. Like, (laughs) I was not. I was just, like, totally turned off by it and was like, oh, my God, what is your deal? (laughs) Like, well, you couldn't possibly be this obsessed with me. Yeah. No, but they can.
0: And the thing is, it's like, they just want to care for you and just, just like, love on you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if you are – like, I'm a Taurus, Sun, Leo Moon. And so the Taurus in me really does love that and really does, like, appreciate that because – I like to feel stable and secure, and and that is what that does for me. And I think that's also, like, a dynamic that my best friend and I have. Like, she is just so good at loving me and honestly, like, taught me how to love others through, like, the, the nurturing love that she gives to me. Because that's not, like, the vibe that I really grew up with. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, getting that from her, it's, like, it was, like, a little bit, like, oh, my God, this is too much sometimes. But then it's, like, you do learn to, like, really appreciate it and, yeah. like, l- just – bask in it a little bit yeah because also like my leo moon and my my best friend's like double cancer so that leo moon cancer moon gets a little bit like dicey because the thing about like leo is you know we are we're really good at also like bigging up an individual and like praising them but when that level of attention is being put on us only in balance can we receive it we don't love that only in our, our highest selves can yeah. receive it. It's not something that's easy for a Leo to receive. We'd much rather put it on you. We'd much can rather Can I just
1: tell you a story? Yes. My mom the other day, who is a Pisces, I love her. She uh thank God that I wouldn't be like at all emotional if it wasn't for her. Um, <laughs> she said to me the other day when I was leaving, I'm so proud of you. And I like I could not and immediately I just said, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> Is not the strangest yeah. thing and then later I had to text him and be like thanks so much for saying that and like I just could but in the moment and then I get out in the car and I realize like why is it so hard for yeah. me to take like a deep compliment like yeah. that it's so crazy
0: no it it is like yeah,
1: I. <laughs> it's a perfect example. It is a
0: perfect example. It's such a perfect example. Also, like me and my best friend, we constantly have an argument where I'll be like, "You are the prettiest girl in the world." She'll be like, "No, you're the prettiest." I'll be like, "Absolutely not. You are the prettiest girl in the world." It's just it's something so we do sweet. all the time. <laughs> it's it's like, so anytime sweet. she calls, me, or anytime she's like, "I love you so much," I'm like, "I love you so much more." <laughs> like, I can't. I don't know what it is. <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah, no, but it is. That's a Leo energy in us. It's like we'd much rather just like put that right back on someone and like let them shine because. We already shine. We don't need you to like tell us where we shine. Like I already, as a Leo, I, I already know. You know. Um, and do we love attention? Yes, but it's like it's it's a, just a different type of attention than Cancer is like. Like Cancer is a need attentiveness, I think. Yes. Attention.
1: Nurt- nurturing. Like they yeah, like nurturing. to get what they give. What they give. In that, sense. And
0: that is so true. That's the difference Not between cancers gets and Leos. Yeah, it's like like that. Leos don't necessarily like to get what they give. They just love to give it and like be out there yeah. and they can just be out there. Like a Leo would be like you know like having um a dramatic like conversation or whatever. But a cancer will be having like an emotional version of that and it'll be yeah. like an emotional roller coaster that they take you on and it's really heavy sometimes and I think that's where like the cancer in Leo gets like also dicey because yeah. Leo doesn't like that level of heaviness like Leo just wants to burn through it if it's like for sure. anything like that Leo's like nope setting that on fire and I'm done but cancer like really wants to feel it and like get in the yeah. bag and about and, oh it and, like, like wallow yeah wallow in it for sure because yeah. can, again cancer is the first water sign so like when you think about they like feel the most. yeah they feel they because think about like the surface of water right Like you just, everything touches it, everything goes through it and they just, oh, they feel it so much. So I think with, you know, that Cancerian energy is just very, very um, receptive to any type of emotional journey or voyage and
1: and in that way like I am really envious because I never dive into anything so excited for this emotional journey like I just find myself in it you know yeah. what I mean like I cry all the time for sure but it's just like from watching Modern Family yeah, or, like seeing something oops, totally seeing something that you know, triggers me, like, or pulls at my heartstrings, but it's not like, I'm like, I gotta get this cry out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I know that some people feel that way.
0: Definitely, definitely. I think, but again, I think a healthier embodiment of a cancer is one that cries every day. Yeah. And is like regularly releasing that water element.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Now, some famous cancers to consider when we have these discussions. Yes. Um... (sighs) This, I don't know when this book was published, but the first one is Ross Perot, <laughs> so it's just like all well, over again, we're <laughs> real fast. And this is the term we're famous. Um, <laughs> but then Meryl Streep, Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks as well. Oh my god, those are two very different toms.
0: Tom Cruise and Tom Hanks are both cancers, yeah. Interesting, very interesting. Hmm, okay, what are some other cancers? I think Lana Del Rey is a cancer.
1: What about, um, well, first of all. I just want to have a short interlude where we imagine you and Chet Hanks. Like you guys are in a is similar. Is Chet th- Hanks a uh, cancer? No, but Chet Hanks is a pro- is a his dad's a cancer oh. and your dad's a cancer. Don't like you ever have in a had a similar experience. I wonder how it's manifested about Um differently. I mean, other than you have a similar <laughs> similar accents, <laughs> yeah. Um, Chet, you are a motherfucking weirdo.
0: <laughs> you
1: are a weirdo, my guy. All right. To get you cancers back on track, you also have Princess Diana. So ooh,
0: that's pretty great. That's a good one. Ooh, I love me some
1: princesses. Bummer with Bill Cosby, but then also Jessica Simpson. Meryl Streep. Yeah, I said that. Oh, you said Meryl Streep? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you missed it. I did. <laughs> You're still on Ross Perot. I was.
0: I never got past it. <laughs>
1: So, okay. yeah, those are some pretty dynamic uh, individuals.
0: Yeah, I would definitely say so. Definitely, yeah. Very interesting. Um, yeah, cancer. So the sun is obviously in cancer right now because, um, you know, the sun's going to be – It's seven. cancer season. <laughs> so that's where the sun is the whole it's season. That's how it goes. That's how we, we go by the
1: sun in this We go by the
0: sun. In this, exactly. So with that, like, the sun is, like, our personality, right? It's, like, our, our vital life force energy. So when the sun is in cancer – I mean – Emotions are running high, my friends. Like, and just like getting in the bag is okay. Like, get into the emotions of it all. You know what I mean? I think recognizing what you're feeling and like letting that kind of guide you. Like that's the time of, so yeah, this is the time this of the year time.
1: to be doing that. To so just start crying and not knowing where it's coming from. And just Take, not a even a, yeah. Take a drive. Nice Take a summer drive. Get like your along cries along the water. Oh, I love that
0: like go shit. go swimming. Water type of healing I think is like Ooh, yeah. go really strong this season. Like any type of like water work that you can bath. do. Yeah, like any type of like seams or anything like that. Um, I think are really really good but I also think like when the sun is in cancer it's all just about like nurturing and like you know if you have like others to pour love into your family your partner whatever like do it go hard but if not like pour it into yourself Mm -hmm. build your foundation yeah or both exactly both of course because also like remember cancer is rules the 4th house which is all about foundation and and that energy of like having that strong foundation and so this is a good season i think to like go back to your foundation yeah, and be like that. you know this is what i really want here you know yeah. this is me and and just like Re fall in love with yourself totally. if you can, you
1: know? And it's a great time to do that because then you can really celebrate your ass off in Leo's. For sure,
0: for sure. And we actually have really good transits right now. Like the Mars is in um, Venus and Leo right now. Like I was saying the other day that like I may or may not be my soulmate during this time. I feel like I might, just because like this is a lot of Leo energy for me. I'm you really guys are into So it.
1: unlucky that we've already recorded the majority of the podcast because if we didn't. Johnny <laughs> don't, <even. laughs> don't even but we have. Ryan has nothing
0: to report (laughs) and that's that. Um, But just saying like there is a lot of supportive energy right now just in terms of love is in the air and like that is just being really celebrated. I think cancer season is a great time to just be like flirty and falling in love because you're just going to get like so much love and affection back right now or it's it's at least going to be heightened, you know, more than it is during the other times of the year. So it's like why not take advantage of that, you know? And we shall. We definitely will. Um, I also think it's a good thing to remember like when the sun is in cancer that, um, you know, feelings are not necessarily facts, but they are really great information. And so use your feelings mm. as and your emotions as information, but not don't rely on them as facts in terms of, you know, what's actually happening. Because, you know, the sun is hot, it's hazy, and it's it can be a little bit, um, you know, a lot. So, yeah. And then I wanted to talk about the moon in cancer, too, because that just kind of like manifests a little bit differently. Yeah. Like the moon when rules cancer. Yeah. You know, so if you have your moon in cancer, especially, and like right now on the day it won't when you guys are listening to this on the 9th, that's the day of the new moon in Cancer. So this is just kind of like embodying if, if you are a Cancer moon. Well, also if you're a Cancer rising, then this is also like really your moon because this is happening in your first house. So there's a lot of stuff happening with like, you know, your house of self. Um, but if you are a Cancer moon, Cancer moon is definitely a little bit deeper, a little bit more intuitive and just really reliant, I think, on the intuition of it all and kind of on... Um, you know just the self cancer moon is is very deep very thoughtful um more in tune with the needs whereas a cancer sun is more in tune with the wants yeah if that makes sense yeah. um but but is really aware mm-hmm. of them highly empathic um you know Again, going back to like that whole idea of, of being a creature of habit, even more so than a cancer sun, I would say, a cancer moon, the the um, focus on the family is even a little bit deeper. The goal and the, you know, with cancer suns, I think we expect to see those people as like family people outright, mm-hmm. but with cancer moons, it can be a little bit deeper. Yeah, It's more of like your soul family and right. that kind of manifestation coming into your life. Um, yeah, I think those are all kind of good points. And I think I wanted to say too, this, this new moon in particular, it is opposing Pluto
1: in Capricorn.
0: And so... That's really interesting because Pluto's all about power, death, transformation, um, transmutation. And so anytime an opposition is happening, we know that both of those things are being affected. Like one is affecting the other. And so with this moon in Cancer, thinking about our our family, our foundation, um, you know, our home, our nurture, our moms, our emotions. And not just moms, by the way, but like the mother figure in your life mm, or like that motherly energy in your that, life. Yeah. yeah. Your main energy. caregiver. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know in opposition with our sense of power the way that we allow things to die and, and come back you know death and rebirth and then transmutation with which is you transforming from one kind of, like, version or being to another. So it's, like, this this idea, a lot of times, I mean, hopefully, of ascension. Yeah. Um, and you kind of releasing, you know, the parts of you that are just, eh, not serving you and really calling in your power. And I've been talking a lot about power these past couple of weeks because Pluto has been doing a lot. But just, like, power is something that we sometimes view as a negative. And we need to, like, renegotiate the framing of power and take our power and really understand that's like, every single one of us has a personal power that you have that's your, these are your gifts, your abilities that you came into this earth with. Maybe some of them you've been cultivating for a while and it's like you have a reason for being here and you need to be super powerful in that light. And so really like grabbing your power and kind of like, um, you know, demonstrating it for the world to see I think is something that we're all being called to do and to really recognize that. And to not view power as something like you don't want to have. No,
1: and don't forget that the people that have told you that power is something that you don't want to attain have all the power like that's not right. an accident
0: right and I think with this Neptune retrograde that's also happening in Pisces another water sign so essentially trining the, um, the new moon I think we have to remember that a lot of the illusions that have been kind of uh, holding us over for a while, they're gone. They're flying away. They're gone. Gone. We're not going to be able to hide behind them anymore. And that's what Neptune is. Neptune is the planet of deception and illusions and dreams. It's like a higher octave of Venus. And But but really, when Neptune is, you know, in a way where it, it it's not good, it, it can create a lot of deceptive illusions, but that's done now. That That is really changing because Neptune is in its rulership in Pisces. It's in this retrograde, and it's really just – you know, it's clearing, like I said, a lot of the illusions out. And so um, with the fact, knowing that that energy is being supported with this new moon, I think that this is a great time to set intentions to, um, and we, we did a card pull like this the other day, like, what am I not seeing? Yeah, You know, to see what you haven't been seeing, mm-hmm. to allow yourself to really stand in your power and to allow your, um, you know, your deepest needs, your deepest needs to be come, to come into your awareness and to be met, truly be met. Yeah. Because that is absolutely what cancer wants you to do.
1: And it's the perfect time too, because it is all about emotion. And the thing that we ignore the most, especially here in this country, is like our emotional selves. So think about in that in that light. Like, what are the things that I can do for my emotional psyche, for the like my heart? Yeah. You know? Totally That's, for your this heart. This is the right
0: time yes. to do it. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes, Ryan. A hundred percent for the heart. Anything you can do for your heart. These next couple of days, weeks as we flow through, you know, these Cancerian waters and just, yeah, we're going to we're going to have such an amazing Leo season because I mean, it's fucking Leo season. It's gonna be amazing. Can't, can't think of a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> but and it's fast approaching. But I think just to get through and just not to hide from your emotions like. Just be in them. Right.
1: And as a fast forward, like Leo's all about being your best self and sh- and shining as your best self. So use cancer season to build back to your best self. You and to release I mean? anything. and to release anything. Tears, to, and to embrace emotions. that new version of yourself. Yeah. Let go of the old versions. Totally. Cry it out. Cry it out, mom. And then be ready
0: to have some fucking fun. Ay, I'm so excited. Okay, cool. So, yeah, that's all I got for cancer. Me too. Awesome. So, yeah, have a great, happy, beautiful, blessed new moon. I hope you guys set some beautiful intentions. Set intentions with your friends. their strength in numbers. Yeah, have I have a
1: little coven meeting. Yeah, that's we, what we, we do. do. That's
0: what we do. We do. We love it. It's a. It's one of my favorite days of the month. Me too. Yeah. Um. But... You know, we love you and we're always so grateful. Oh, pull some cards too. Definitely. Pull some cards
1: on the new moon and then review the ones you pulled on yeah. the full moon. That's a good yeah, that's habit a great, to get into.
0: Yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite things to do for the new moon. So yeah, so set some great intentions. We love you and we'll talk Enjoy to you Enjoy this week.
1: cancer season. Yes. Love yourself. Bye.
0: That's our episode for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please be sure to check back regularly for new episodes. Check out our website, www.inirosegarden.com for updates and any events happening here at the garden. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at iandirosegarden. That's at symbol I-A-N-D-I-R-O-S-E-G-A-R-D-E-N. Talk to you guys soon.